0: Hello, it's me, Picasso. I've beeped you, and I'm tough.
1: Welcome back to Lyrics for Lunch. This is the show... That gives you the snackable stories behind your favorite songs. I'm Lindsay Tucker, your host as usual, and join with me today.
0: Hi, I'm Aviv Rubenstein. Couple things to clear the air just for just just for posterity. When I go like this on camera, it's because I have the sides of my nose are itchy. I'm not right out of my the gates, you're disgusting
1: shirt. people and turning listeners away.
0: I'm just saying, how are you this week, <laughs> no. Lindsay?
1: um well i just got worse but doing all right great how are you
0: i am delightful i'm very excited to talk about this week's episode it is a song that i've had a fascination with for several years so Lindsay, what do you know about this week's episode
1: i don't even know what the song or artist is called
0: so I, because t- you I text- said it to
1: me, and I didn't recognize any of those syllables, so I right. immediately forgot it.:
0: <laughs> So today we're talking about "Dragostadnte" by the band Ozone. Ozone? Not like O town Yeah, like the layer. Yes. So <laughs> some half of our listeners, or some of our listeners, immediately know what song this is, and the other half, just like, hang on because you will. It is a very, very famous song that no one actually knows the name of. So, I guarantee uh, you that you, so you I'm also gonna know, know this it. You're going to know this song. Okay. Yeah. So, let's start with Ozone. Ozone is a Moldovan pop group, they're from Moldova. But this song, the lyrics of the song, are in Romanian. Okay. Okay. And it was the lead. Draco Starinte was the lead single for Ozone's third and ultimately final album called Disco Zone.
1: Disco <laughs> Zone. Okay. When did that
0: come out? Uh, So the the album came out in June of 2004, but the single was the lead, and it came out in August of 2003. So almost a full year. A whole bef- year? Yeah. Almost a full year before the, the full album dropped. Huh. So the song's title- How many title, singles were there? I think there were three, but all, this is the only one worth noting. Okay. The song's title is Romanian for Love from the Linden Tree.
1: Do you know what my name means?
0: Lindinzy Tucker.
1: It means from the Linden Tree Island.
0: Oh, see so this I is love why.
1: From the Linden Tree.
0: But also this is this is a story <laughs> of your people as well because we're going to take place a lot of this is going to take place in New Jersey.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's just <laughs> it's just firing on all cylinders today. Um <laughs> So the song, when it was released, received positive reviews from critics, and it shot to number one on the Euro Chart Hot 100 Singles. So, Europe is about the size of the United States, give or take, and so like they have like a Euro Chart, not just like they have charts in individual countries as well. But this was the top of the Euro Charts, and it was there for twelve weeks between uh, June and early September of two thousand and four. Okay. So this is from culture.org Take this with a grain of salt Because I found some inaccuracies In culture.org's reporting So everything that they say I'm like, hmm, is this true? Uh, so Dragos.ank <laughs> was a hit in Romania In late 2003 That is true The next February It became the number one record in Italy But the Italian hit wasn't Ozone's version It was a cover of uh, It was a cover by a duo That was Romanian-Italian Called Haiduchi or haiduki, which was like a, is like a reference to one of the lyrics in the song. And they performed it as like a, this is culture.org's quote, badly sung boy and girl duet.
1: Oh, okay, fantastic.
0: But this opened up the original recording to the rest of Europe, and it spread like an oil slick. By the summer of 2004, it was inescapable anywhere on the continent, even in the UK. It peaked at number three. And the Japanese label Avex picked it up for release, too. So Japan is going to be a big jumping off point for this song because this is where the cat comes in.
1: OK, there's a cat. Uh-huh. A good cat story.
0: So Japanese Internet geeks. Th- this culture.org article is from 2006. So there's a lot of like geek negative language that we don't really use anymore. Um Japanese internet geeks like to make little illustrations with typed symbols on a very popular forum called Two Channel. This this writer's basically talking about memes, right? Little illustrations with typed symbols. And there's a cat that a lot of people draw with them, and the cat's famous catchphrase is Ome Mona, which in essence means, you too! And uh, the cat is known as Mona, because that's his catchphrase.
1: know
0: this cat i don't know this cat either (laughs) but in japan avex released the song drago starinte under the title koi no maihi and a fan known as ikari made like a a little animation for it starring a cat that looked a lot like mona like probably had some copyright infringement issues right but avex Jumped on the video, AVEX is the record label, jumped on the video's popularity and started selling merchandise depicting Noma, the cat, uh, with that, like, you know, saying the lyrics to the song or whatever. And there were lots of outrage. There was lots of outrage from, like, Mona purists in Japan and reportedly death threats against the head of the AVEX record label. Wow. I know.
1: Were death threats over a cat.
0: Over over misuse of a cat to promote a song that you definitely have heard, you just don't know you've heard it yet. <laughs> so the Ikari video spread quickly beyond Japan, and evidently inspired by it, an Oregonian who calls himself Yansa. This is just like that was his like internet handle, Yansa. He's
1: from Oregon.
0: Oregonian, yeah.
1: <laughs> is that a word?
0: Oregonian, Oregonian. I'm not sure. The guy, a guy who reached the end of the Oregon Trail. <laughs> um, so but the, the screen handle, Yansa, made a pretty amazing flash video of his own based on mishearing the lyrics uh, in American English. So it was like, you know, what? it was early early internet so like this, these romanian lyrics sound like american words so i'm it's going to be so like he's this speaking
1: english but it's just badly interpreted no no he's romanian. speaking
0: he's speaking romanian but and like says, like oh this word sounds like fettuccine and so he'll show fettuccine
1: oh okay
0: and if it featured like dancing gnomes i talked about the fettuccine thing already and uh this is where the story may have ended for americans Drago Siding may have been a little meme confined to hardcore webafiles over a few weeks, like, all your base are belong to us. Are you familiar with that?
2: No.
0: That's like a low-level meme that people say, because it's a typo from a video game that I can't remember the title of. And the bad guy says, all your base are belong to us, instead of, your base belongs to me, or whatever. I don't know. It didn't really even chart in the U.S. at all. After the release of discozone in two thousand four, I literally cannot find a single thing about record sales from ozone before discozone comes out
1: so this is summer of two thousand four this is so? summer
0: of two thousand summer and fall of two thousand four and so we so think this
1: you, we're in college now
0: i i it's the summer before college for me
1: right you're like if Going to college. I'm going to go to, to, to college. college.
0: Yes. This is actually like a very important part of the story, too. <laughs> okay. I'm, not, I'm not joking. Because now we meet our hero. It's you. This, it's me. It's <laughs> a dude named Gary Brolsma. Gary. Gary's from Saddlebrook, New Jersey. Okay. And he was 18 in December of 2004. Okay. And he had a webcam. He was like a vlogger on the early internet. We were on the sort of the cusp of Web 2.0. Facebook had existed for about nine months or something, and YouTube was two or four months away, depending on which like f- YouTube origin story you believe. YouTube was okay. either founded in like February or May of 2005. But this is pre YouTube. I feel like
1: that should be fact checkable.
0: People people disagree. So so the first quote-unquote first youtube video supposedly is called me at the zoo and it was posted in april of 2005 and yet a bunch of people are saying oh it was actually it actually existed before then but you know whatever it's ultimately not that important to the story we love being on youtube (laughs) this is a story all about kind of youtube uh check out our youtube channel so this is gary's quote i saw a cartoon That was hosted on newgrounds.com about some japanese cats and i found the soundtrack really catchy and it got stuck in my head so i made a funny little video and put it up on the internet and for some reason the planets aligned and newgrounds.com put it on their front page a couple days after i posted the video i was asleep when my mom woke me up And news vans from CBS, NBC, and ABC were parked outside my house. I hadn't told her what I did. And I think that she thought I had gotten into trouble. That was kind of funny. So I had to spill the beans to her that I made a video and put it on the internet. Would you like to take a look? No, not a porno. Would you (laughs) like to take a look at Gary's video?
1: I would oh man (laughs) this guy
0: this guy (laughs) and this song
1: you can live your life
2: hey
0: we'll talk a little bit about that
1: oh man Gary
0: he's doing it right
1: He's full in his joy.
0: Get ready to be real sad <laughs> about Gary.
2: Oh no.
0: Okay, so we're talking about the Numa Numa song. And one of the internet's first viral musical sensations.
2: Wow.
1: It's so funny that this went viral. Like this would not go viral today.
0: This is exactly what we're talking about. It's how this song went viral <laughs> and like how it basically changed the face of the internet.
2: <laughs>
1: you haven't even told me what happened to Gary and I'm just like sad
2: seeing him so joyful. Just
0: just get ready. It's it's not great. Also oh, this song fucking bangs. I love this song.
2: Okay. It's
1: not
2: over
0: yet. So it ends in the middle of the song. Oh, yeah. This is okay. the this is the entire length of Gary's video. It's like a minute and 40 seconds. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's not his original video. We'll talk about where that is right now, but that's the video. So with that big reveal in the books, let's talk a little bit about how this went viral in japan ultimately making its way to gary so ikari's video is based on mishearing romanian lyrics as either english or japanese so salute is because he says hello salute in the beginning of the in the song uh that's accompanied by an image of a monkey which is the word saru in japanese Mm. Firichira is happiness in japanese panchira is is look up a skirt. Oh gosh. And best of all, Numa Numa Ye sounds like Noma Noma Ye, which means drink, drink, yay. <laughs> so this was like kind of a misheard, especially in Japan, like a misheard gibberish song that where the chorus was drink. Right. So obviously that's why it went super viral in Japan. Fun. But unlike things like Chocolate Rain, which came out two and a half years after Gary's video, or the OK Go music video for Here It Goes Again, where they're dancing on treadmills, which also benefited, benefited from YouTube's first year, and even the perennial meme power of Never Gonna Give You Up, this viral video has nothing to do with the musical act itself. This is just a kid having a good time in front of his webcam. Right. So, like, Why? Right? Why? Why?
1: So because people are douchey and this is like the era of the OC, I feel like it's funny that he's a little chubby.
0: You're hitting it on the nose.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So while I'm seeing Gary and I'm like, he's in his full joy and happiness. People are obviously making, poking a little fun at Gary.
0: Correct. So CNET asked Gary, where did you get? The idea to do a video. This was for like the 10 year anniversary of the Numa Numa video. Um, and he says, I was just goofing off to show something to my friends and I had no idea it would ever become popular. And CNET asked him, why do you think your video resonated with so many people? And he said, a lot of it was the song, which is really catchy. And another part of it was me. A lot of people bring up my weight. They just saw this chubby guy dancing around. It's sort of funny, but I guess that's part of it, too. So Tom Fulp, who is, was the head of Newgrounds.com, he says, I think the wider public loved the video for the same reason I did. Gary looked like a fun guy having a good time, and it made you smile and feel happy when you watched it. Yeah. Yeah. In its first two years, the Numa Numa video had been viewed 700 million times on wow. Newgrounds.com. On Newgrounds.com. Wow. Making it the second most watched internet video of all time behind only the Star Wars Kid, are you familiar Should. with the Star Wars Kid?
1: Yes.
0: So I'm not going to show, show the Star one? Wars Kid where he's like he's like in his garage like pretending to do lightsaber moves. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. This I'm is not going to show there in the brain
0: in the brain. I'm not going to show this video, typically I would, but like that video like ruined that kid's life, and so I'm not going to perpetuate that. What um,
1: happened to him? I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. We'll talk about it. Oh, okay, okay. So, S- how far away are we from my new haircut and like shows? Oh my god, shows! We're
0: we're, we're several years away from my okay. new haircut, and sh- th- those are like era two thousand eight era. Uh, my new haircut was June tenth two thousand seven, so three years. Right. Um, this is before YouTube, uh, and so it had been viewed seven hundred million times. In the first two years, until 2006, and then research by TubeMogul shows that between 2006 and 2010, it had gained an an additional, at least an additional 130 million views. So, as of 2010, it was hovering around 850 million views. Shit. And this rocketed Dragostarinte up the charts. So, it was already big in Europe, but it became even bigger It went gold in Denmark, Japan, Sweden, the UK, and the US, platinum in Switzerland, and the Netherlands, and Austria, two times platinum in Belgium and Germany, diamond in France, where it is the fourth best-selling single of the 21st century, and in Japan, the ringtone version went four times diamond.
1: A ringtone can go diamond?
0: Yeah. The ringtone sold almost three million... ringtones
1: so this is all because of gary
0: i think so i can't attribute all of it to gary u.s (laughs) 100 percent. u.s is entirely because of gary um but it was already a hit in europe and in japan and i think that this i would say like half right half of it is because of gary it went to number one in eight countries in europe
1: wow so So, so, gary was just kind of like sniff he was on the front end of the trend he was was on
0: the front end of the trend and threw a ton of fuel on the fire especially in the states so let's watch the actual music video for drago Sarinte. because it was made in 2003 there's like a 46 second like sketch at the beginning of it where they're like getting on an airplane or something so we're jumping ahead and we're starting like right before the song starts So, as compared with Gary's 830 million views, this video only has 165 million views. So, <laughs> Gary's video is like six times more popular than five times
2: more popular.
1: I like the cartoons. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh (laughs) well.
1: I would have loved to just be like clubbing in Europe
2: during this era.
0: Yes, this is such a fucking banger. I love this song so much.
2: spoon These guys are so young. Okay,
0: so it's just It just keeps going from there.
1: Forever.
0: Yeah, kind of a lot. I'll, I'll, I'll start out the lyrics. Ready? Hello. Hey, it's me, an outlaw. And please, my love, accept the happiness. Hello, it's me, Picasso. I've beeped you, and I'm tough. But I know I don't ask you anything
1: you want to leave, but don't take me, don't take me with. You don't take me.
0: <laughs> I think it's you want to leave, but you don't, but don't <laughs> take me. Don't take me with you. Don't take me. Don't take me with you. Don't take me. Don't take me. Don't take me with you. Your face. Your and face. love from the Linden tree.
1: <laughs> right hair babies. The face oh, your face Linden
0: and love Linden Linden. from the Linden tree. Remind me of your eyes. Okay, you can do the second first.
1: <laughs> I call you, I t- to tell you what I feel now. Hello, my love, it's me. The happiness. Hello, hello, it's me again, Picasso. I've beeped you, and I'm tough, but I know I don't ask you anything. You want? And then we to have leave? our chorus but again. Don't take that's, me.
0: That's it. That's the whole song. It's just over and over and over again. Uh, your face my and the he. love. Yeah.
1: My uh, ha ha.
0: After seeing, so this is, this is from culture.org, and I think that this is false, but this is what was reported. That after Brolsma's video, Dan Balan, who is the singer of Ozone, realized he could, this could be like a thin wedge of a break for Ozone in America. And so some source, this culture.org says that he tried to piggyback on Numa Numa Mania using the Ozone name to record a slicked up english language version of the song but i i think that it was already recorded because i believe it's on the single and um i think it was recorded before gary's video went viral because it doesn't do any of the things that people love in the the romanian version so we can take a quick watch of the of the english version but it uh it has a new singer regardless it has a new singer and the guy's name is lucas prata He's the guy who sings. So this it's in still
1: English. ozone. They did they bring in someone else who spoke English better? Uh, spoke
0: English better, not incredibly well, mm-hmm. but better. <laughs> We're going to listen to songs so many times this week.
2: Hello. Salute. It's me. Your Duke. And I made something that's great to show you how I feel. Hello. Hello. Is this chart in the
0: U.S.? No, it, like, UK. Okay? The, the culture.org says it, it kissed the bottom of the charts. Oh, no, it pr- briefly pressed its nose up against the bottom of the American charts and then disappeared. The lyrics to the, American, the the English version is, Hello, salute, it's me, you're Duke, and I made you something that's real, to show you how I feel. Hello, it's me, Picasso. I will paint my words of love with your name on every wall. When you leave, my colors fade to gray. Whoa. aoa ay a. So this, to me, is a smoking gun that they did not do this after gary's video because gary's video is called numa numa and everyone knows it as the numa numa song so why in the fuck would they cut that part out of the song
1: right were they just like not paying attention i don't fucking that- know
0: i think i think that they just did because this happens all the time where they do like they'll do like a, a language for a different language for another market so the chorus doesn't this is what dot uh, culture.org The chorus doesn't have the juicy baby talk singability of Numa Numa Ye. The song had already taken Ozone as far as they were going to go, so shortly thereafter, the band announced that they were breaking up. In 2006, it was reported that Dan Balan had left the boy band Sound behind and formed a rock group simply called Balan. And there's footage of them playing a bloodless grunge version of this song in front of a screaming Russian crowd, but I cannot find this this footage. If you have it, if you've seen it on newgrounds.com...
1: Send it to us. Send it to us. Lyrics for lunch at gmail.com.
0: Yeah. And at some point, Newgrounds took Gary's original video down. Why? So... Br- This is an interview with the Daily Dot. Brawlsma says Tom Fulp emailed me in late November of 2015 and said Newgrounds is beginning to remove videos that have copyrighted material and they're focusing on animations with original content. So unfortunately, my video had to be taken down. It's very sad, but I completely understand why. Boo. Boo. This is also from the Daily Dot. The video's hundreds of millions of views brought Brawlsma to Good Morning America, The Tonight Show, and placed him at number one on VH1's list of the top 40 internet superstars, just beating out the Star Wars kid. Number one. He just beat out the Star Wars kid, whose name is Jelaine Raza, which is possibly a good thing, given Jelaine Raza's reluctance to be in the spotlight, because he says that the bullying he got from the star wars kid video negatively affected his mental
1: health people are so mean
0: i know so brazma also experienced a fame backlash and retreated from fame and and shunned media appearances and stuff but this is this is a um an article from the new york times from february 26th of 2005 so if if youtube had existed it only existed for about 12 days right So context for how they're talking about the internet. This is the New York Times article. There was a time when embarrassing talents were a purely private matter. If you could sing the Star Spangled Banner Banner in the voice of Daffy Duck, no one but your friends and family would ever have to know. But with the internet, Mm -hmm. humiliation, like everything else, has gone public. Upload a video of yourself playing a flute with your nose or dancing in your underwear and people from Toledo to Turkmenistan can watch. Here, then, is the cautionary tale of Gary Braulsma, who's now 19, an amateur videographer and a guy from New Jersey who made a grave mistake of placing on the internet a brief clip of himself dancing along to a Romanian pop song. Even in the bathroom mirror, Braulsma's performance could only be described as earnest but painful. No! His story suggests the quaint days when cultural trinkets like celebrity sex tapes were passed around like novels in the Soviet Union, and those days are mm. over. It says a little something of the lightning speed at which fame is made these days.
1: Mm. True.
0: To begin at the beginning, Mr. Brazma, a pudgy guy from Saddlebrook, New Jersey, made a video of himself. This fall, performing a lip-synced version of Dragos Dadinte, a Romanian pop tune, I he, they described the video, but the I I just wanted to read that uh, every article ever calls him fat.
1: Yeah, like why do we have to talk about his weight? Well, because it's the thing that it's the thing made or broke him, Maked or breaked him, yeah, Make right? and broke him,
0: mowed and broke. Um, he not only mouthed the words, he bounced along in what he called the Numa Numa dance, an arm flailing, eyebrow cocked performance executed without ever once leaving the chair. In December, the website, <laughs> two words, newgrounds.com, a clearinghouse for online videos and animation, placed a link to Mr. Brosma on his homepage and soon there was a river of attention. Good Morning America came calling. He appeared on CNN, VH1. Parodists tried their own Numa Numa dances online which is a thing that we see today constantly. It was just as Diane Sawyer said on her television program. Who knows where this will lead? Nowhere, apparently. For, in Mr. Brosma's case, the river became a flood. He has now sought refuge from his fame in his family's small house on a gritty street in Saddlebrook. I know. He has stopped taking phone calls from the news media, including the New York Times. He, ca- he canceled an appearance on the Today Show. According to his, relevi- according to his relatives, he mopes around the house. Aww. What's worse is that no one seems to understand. I said, Gary, this is your one chance to be famous. Embrace it, said Corey Zelensky, who has known Mr. Brawlsma since the fifth grade. Gary's not the first guy to rocket out of anonymity on a starship of embarrassment. There was, of course, William Hung, the Hong Kong-born American Idol reject who sang and danced so poorly that he became a household name. There was Jelaine Raza, the the teenage Quebecois who taped himself in a mock lightsaber duel and is now known as the Star Wars Kid. Hold on to something. In 2003, Mr. Raza's parents went so far as to sue four of his classmates, claiming that they had placed the clip of him online without permission. Quote, Jelaine had to endure, and still endures today, harassment and derision, according to the lawsuit.
1: Jesus.
0: Mr. Brazma has no plan to sue, his family said, mainly because he would have to sue himself. In fact... Aww. They wish, they, his family, wish he could bask in a little bit of his celebrity. I don't know what's wrong with him. His grandfather, Kalman Telkis, a Hungarian immigrant, said the other day while taking out the trash. Man, fuck the New York Times.
1: Yeah. Also, it is right next to New York. It's right next to T-Nex. It's T-neck.
0: fine. Saddlebrook, New Jersey is fine. Just fucking chill, everyone. It's gritty. What, what
1: always pissed me his off. Grandpa takes
0: out the trash.
1: Living in Jersey is how everyone from New York was like. New Jersey is gross. It's like that's because you keep dumping your trash down your river and it's floating over here.
0: fuckers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. The question remains: Why millions of people would want to watch a doughy guy in glasses wave his arms around online to a doughy? Romanian now pop he's song. doughy. Now he's doughy. I like dough. Who doesn't like dough?
1: Okay, quick aside. Did you have that guy that came around to your school and sang, like, "Doey the Pancake Man and no, the Mud what? Song?
0: No, we had Jonathan Sprout. He sang raps about George Washington. Tom Fulp says, the Numa Numa dance, you see it, and you kind of impulsively have to send it to your friends. There's no way to pinpoint the fancy of the internet, but in an effort to gauge Mr. Brawlsma's allure, the Numa Numa dance was shown to a classroom of 8th graders at Saddlebrook Middle School, the same middle school that Gary attended. Gary. The students' reactions ranged from envious to unimpressed. That's stupid, one of them said. What else does he do? A second asked. A third was a bit generous. I should make a video and become famous. (laughs) The teacher Suzanne Summer, the teacher of this eighth grade class, remembered Suzanne Gary. Suzanne Summers. Suzanne Sommer. Master. One one summer,
2: <laughs>
0: Suzanne Summer remembered Gary. He was a quiet kid with a good sense of humor and a flair for technology. Quote: Whenever there was a computer, whenever there were computer problems, Gary and Corey would fix them for the school.
1: Okay, who's Corey?
0: Corey's that other that other friend of his that, that guy was quoted. That we heard from. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gary, this is your one chance to be famous.
1: Corey Zelinski?
0: Um, uh, he... Zelinski, yeah. Yeah. Good job. See how it's listing. <laughs> Good memory. <laughs> um, his friends say that Mr. Balsma has always had a creative side. He used to make satirical Prozac commercials on cassette tapes. I think they Amazing. mean VHS tapes. He used to publish a newspaper with print so small that you couldn't read it by the- with the naked eye. He was always very out Why? there. And he's always been very ambitious. This is from Frank Gallo, a former uh, classmate. And he's a big guy, but he's never been ashamed. Dude. No. <laughs> Another friend, Randall Ryman, says, I've heard a lot of people say it's not that impressive. It doesn't have talent. But I say, who cares? These days, <laughs> I say, who cares? Mr. Brawlsma shuttles between the house and his job at Staples, his family said. He is distraught. ...and embarrassed. His grandmother, Margaret, quoted him as saying, ...just the other day, I want this to end. Gary! And yet the work lives on. Mr. Fulp, the webmaster, continues to receive online homages to the Numa Numa dance. The most recent showed what seems to be a class of computer students singing in Romanian and in unison waving their hands. I love Gary's dance. It's uninhibited and joyful. I I also love Gary's (laughs) dance and i understand you know if you're a 19 year old chubby kid from new jersey and the new york times is calling you chubby and cnn is calling you chubby and you made a video that you thought 10 people would watch and now 800 million people have seen it yeah gary eventually decided to embrace the video that made him famous and in september of 2006 with a quote unquote professionally produced video new numa Featuring a song specifically made for Gary by a group called Variety Beats. What? So, who so are Var- these people? Variety Beats. It seems like one of those companies that you hire to like produce songs for you, like sort of like what happened to Rebecca Black.
1: No, no bells.
0: So Rebecca, like Friday. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Oh, come on. So there are there exist these companies that you can hire, and you're like, I want to make a music video. Because I just want to be in a music video. Will you write and produce a song for me? And that's what happened with this young teenage girl named Rebecca Black. The song was very, very bad. And it turned her into like the Gary Brazma of 2011. She's doing fine now. She's she's touring. She's like an actual musician now. She's doing good. I know her drummer. But uh, I literally can't find any information about Variety Beats other than it seems like this is the only song that they ever released.
1: Now defunct variety
0: beats. I guess so. So this is new Numa. This is
1: n- okay. The new Numa. So did Gary commission this, or were they like, "Hey, Gary, we want"? I help
0: think you out. I <laughs> think he commissioned this. Is my guess.
2: Hello. Yeah, that's
0: me.
1: Will you please, please do a new Numa video? Please?
0: A new Numa video? Hmm. I wonder. So at least this time Gary gets to be in the video with his friends. This seems like a video that you and your high school friends would make while goofing off and it would get lost to time on a hard drive somewhere.
1: It's boring and there's no joy.
0: Yeah, right. There's like It's not really the spontaneity doesn't quite understand, yeah, what we liked about the first one but I also feel bad for Gary because everyone's like Gary don't be depressed that everyone knows who you are like capitalize on it do another one he's like okay I guess and then you can't really like rebottle that lightning because it just feels like we're being sold a product which we are
1: and what I know you've said they like wrote this song for him
0: I don't know what language it's it's in I have no fucking idea no it's not so, in 2008, the band Weezer, with their fingers ever on the pulse, compiled <laughs> a bunch of viral videos for their music video for Pork and Beans. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar? Do you remember this video?
1: I remember the song. I'll tell you when I see the video if I remember it. Don't forget I didn't grow up on video.
0: This is 2008, so there's no excuse for you.
1: Yeah, but at some point you're just over it. You wanted it that's for true. so long. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> true, that's true.
2: They say I need some to put in my hair.
0: There's Gary. So it's just a compilation of, of times. a bunch of internet sensation videos starring the guys from Weezer. They're doing the Mentos and Coke thing. They're doing the t-shirt, the All-American Rege- Rejects t-shirt thing. Alone, all your base are belong to
1: us.
0: (laughs) Miss South Carolina, Star Wars kid. There's Gary. So even though this was only three-ish years after the Numa Numa video, and even less to you know Chocolate Rain this felt like the Steve Buscemi 30 Rock meme
1: nope nothing
0: <laughs> how do you do, how do you do fellow kids it just feels like they are trying to capitalize on something that the younger generation is doing without fully understanding it they're that's of, what it felt like they're out of like. touch
1: trying to be in touch
0: exactly but that's what it felt like at the time and honestly watching through it now it feels like a fun little time capsule and i'm like less Mm -hmm. aware of the difference between 2006 and 2008 you know
1: right right
0: on the set of the video gary met and made friends with tay Zonde of chocolate rain chocolate rain (laughs) infamy which is another song that we all remember incorrectly and so this is gary's quote i talk with tay on the internet I'm in New Jersey, and he's all the way in California. We can't just hang out every day. Hmm. So, also in 2008, Gary released his own first original album called Weird Tempo.
1: Gary, you are ambitious, you little stud.
0: I know. Also, also in 2008, (laughs) Gary appeared on the season 12 episode of South Park called Canada on Strike as one of the internet celebrities waiting for their theoretical payments for becoming famous on the internet. The way that they show him in South Park is basically exactly what you would think.
1: Not favorable.
0: Not favorable, overweight, you know. And, but the, I think the plot of the, the episode is really interesting because it features a bunch of, of internet celebs who are just like, I'm famous, pay me money now. And the show is like, you're an idiot because you put up your content for free. Why would you expect people to pay you money? And, like, the jokes on the South Park guys, like, this is how people make livings now, right? And <laughs> right. and uh, and honestly, Gary should have been paid sh- for all of the sales of Drago that he garnered for Ozone.
1: Yeah, and he should have been paid for his likeness being used on South Park.
0: I think he probably was because he voiced okay. the character as well.
1: Oh, he did, okay.
0: Yeah. But, like, this also feels kind of shitty that he has to, like, stoop to voicing a character that's making fun of him. And, you know, I think that he can. But maybe
1: it's, maybe not.
0: Yeah, he can be in on the joke. I just feel bad because he's, like, a shy guy. He didn't want any of this. And now he's just, like, doing his best to get paid and maybe stay kind of relevant. I don't know. So this is from Fox. Even though they refer to him as Numa Numa guy. Even though Gary helped sell untold singles of Ozone's original song, he feels like he never got proper acknowledgement. Quote, the main singer, Dan Balan, helped me with the song for the third NUMA video called Crazy Loop.
1: The third.
0: Yeah. This is, this why? is why I'm getting like a little sad, right? It's like, yeah. Gary, it's okay. So. Just let it go. I know, and so this is this is Numa three. Gary learned from his mistakes of Numa two, got Dan Balan back, and got uh, you know took a took a different approach. So we're back to like webcam view, lip syncing to to the camera. This is better than Numa two, but. I don't yes. know, man. The song is also better than what a, whatever yeah, that one. <laughs> variety beats made. This is So Gary told Fox411.com, We went out to dinner, Dan Belan and I, one night, and I did some autograph sightings. He shook my hand at the event. And I haven't really spoken with him since. I never got much feedback. My friends have called me saying that they heard the song at weddings and at clubs. And Rihanna and T.I. sampled it in their song, Live Your Life. I guess you could say I brought that song to market. So this is also, also, also in 2008. Rihanna and T.I. sampled the song and interpolated it in Live Your Life, which is what you were singing as soon as you figured out what song this was. (laughs) <laughs> what you need to do be for the life you So for
2: Start
0: me, for
2: what you got. not
0: me, only does Ozone owe him money, but Rihanna and T I definitely owe Gary some money.
1: How? This is not sampling Gary.
0: But the only—I—I—I'm not saying legally. I'm saying like these two or their record label or whatever their producers would never know this song if it weren't for Gary. And so they should—they should kick them a couple of million dollars because they made so much money on this, and so did Ozone. That like if you know, we'll hear about what happens to Gary, and it feels very unfair to me. Okay. Now, like I said, it's not, you know, there's no contracts involved. I just think, like, be a mensch. So, Gary's quote of he brought this song to market is extremely true. Because Drago Sarinte has been sampled or interpolated by a number of artists, leading to more money for Ozone, but none for Gary. And according to the website Who Sampled, which is actually a pretty good source, um, it has been sampled in 21 different songs. Wow. Yeah. In 2014, CNET interviewed Gary for the 10-year anniversary of Numa Numa, and this is what they asked him, are any follow-up to mark the 10-year anniversary, and he says, maybe make the video again, or redoing it in HD, or putting it up on YouTube. I never put it up on YouTube.
1: He never even put it up on YouTube?
0: Nope. The YouTube video that we watched is someone else's video, and it has 66 million views, which, which means it's made that person like... Thousands of
1: dollars. (laughs) This is this is
0: what I'm saying, right? Is like everyone's getting Gary's money.
1: Well, at some point Gary has to like put on his big boy pants and take some responsibility.
0: I agree to an extent, but I think originally he just wanted it to go away. Right? He didn't want the money, he didn't want the fame, he just wanted it to stop, and then by the time he decided to embrace it, it was too late. Everyone had already taken his money. This is this is my theory on the on it. But this is Numa Numa reunion featuring Gary and top viral video stars from
2: 2014.
0: he wants to move on, they won't let him move on. then he keeps doing this stuff and no one cares about it either. So it's like he can't win. I feel really bad for him. This one also kind of brings brings a, a tear to my heart because it feels like they're honoring him you know like like these are all the viral stars of 2014 which like i don't recognize any of them but they are kind of paying they're like paying their respect to the godfather of viral internet videos
1: yeah and he seems happy again yeah are you sure these are viral stars these look like people picked off the street
0: it says gary Brolsma and top viral video stars <laughs>
1: Well, don't I th- I everything think, you read. This I one person's the, like hiding their face with a hat.
0: I think the hat guy is the double rainbow guy. I was going to say, he's the only guy that I recognize.
1: <laughs>
0: CNET asks him, anyone from Romania ever asked to marry you after the video come out? I don't know why the fuck they asked that question.
2: Um,
1: because he he became such a specimen over there. Well, it's like I love a... actually when Jamie just goes ask a complete stranger <laughs> to marry him. Right. And she's like, yes, I will.
0: And she she's also no, she's Portuguese. Um, but the, the answer is even fucking weirder. So he goes, yeah, I got a lot of those parentheses. He's single. Shut um,
1: up. Maybe it's like he's single ladies. Yeah.
0: But something um, tells me it's not. I don't think so. And has your life changed since posting the video? He says, I don't think so. I have a small group of friends. My town's not too big, so everybody knows me. I'll go to the movies. People may recognize me or ask for a picture. And I'm always happy to do that. But it doesn't happen too much anymore. I don't think my life changed too much. And they ask him if he misses the fame. And he says, I wasn't big on the fame part. I was always quiet and shy.
1: Aww. If you can Fair believe it.
0: I care, Bear. I love Gary. (laughs) If you can believe it, even in 2016, news outlets kept the narrative up that this guy is like an unlovable neckbeard. No. So this is a Fox News article called Numa Numa Guy, Fronting Band, Still Single.
1: What the shit?
0: So this is from that article. Numa Numa is not a full... Ca- this is uh, Gary's quote. Numa Numa is not a full career. I still have a part-time job where I do car delivery. If a new car comes out and a journalist needs to write about it, we'll get the car and make sure that everything's safe, everything's clean, and then we'll take the car and drop it off at the journalist's house. And then we hope that the journalist writes a good article about the car. I'm doing pretty good with both those things. Hmm. All, the- All of the Numa Numa guy's various projects keep him busy. So there's not much time for dating. Quote, I'm still single at the moment. Numa Numa guy. His name is Gary. Stop referring to him as Numa Numa guy, you dick.
1: And stop staying still. Like,
0: Yeah, well, he said he's still. He's
1: single is a statement.
0: Yeah, I'm still <laughs> single. I've got a full-time job taking care of my family here. I was seeing someone on and off, but she moved to Florida. So She would. I know. In 2018, Dan Balan from Ozone released his own Numa Numa 2, capitalizing on all the success that Gary brought to him all around the world. Don't confuse this what with year was Gary's that Numa Numa 2. 2018.
1: That's like a little bit late to the party.
0: It's 15 years after the first Numa Numa but let's take a look. Maybe he's also ready to move on and not just doing a, a cash grab capitalizing on a song that was made famous by another dude.
1: Something tells me he's not.
0: We'll see. Hey, we'll see. <laughs> nope.
2: Actual.
1: Why did he go to Uganda for this?
0: Dude, I don't know, man. So this isn't even his fucking song. He just, like, gave him the sample, and Marley Waters is doing this the rap. So this is just a sample, but they're calling it Numa Numa 2 to, ca- to grab all of the, you know, whatever.
1: Well, the kids are obviously the star of the show, and I hope they were. And I hope they got paid, it. but
0: they definitely didn't.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ! There's just like a fucking white dude in the middle.
0: Yeah, that's I Dan. This. I know. We'll do. We'll we'll learn more about Dan. <laughs> but this is this is my la- the largest point that I have in this episode is that this was bound to happen, right? Gary was just the the first through the wall like this this reshaped the internet and i don't think it's because gary did something all that special gary was just the one that we lifted up and said he is the face of the new internet in march 2007 grand theft auto 4 the video game was so hotly anticipated that 4chan crashed and a 4chan user thought of a funny way to prank desperate fans by posting a link to what they thought was the, what, you know, he said was the trailer to to Grand Theft Auto 4. However, this link actually redirected fans to Rick Astley's big fat hit from yesteryear, Never Gonna Give You Up. This created gonna
1: give you up.
0: a comic community fan, a comic community fad called Rick Rolling. Communities are a great thing to target, and never going to give you up as a prime example of this, because 1.2 billion people have watched that video on YouTube. The old hit was dead, and now it's one of the most watched videos on the internet, and millions of dollars have been made. And this was simply because of a catchy tune and a community creating an in-joke. Every other viral video has followed that trend.
1: A community creating an in-joke?
0: A community creating an in-joke, including Gary. I had a little paragraph on Rebecca Black, but since you don't know who she is, I'm going to skip that.
1: Why? Maybe listeners want to know. Maybe I want to know.
0: When Rebecca Black emerged in 2011 with Friday, initial radio play was minimal. The song sucked. Physical formats weren't even available in stores. However, online, the irreverence of the catchy song caught on, and soon it went from some obscure corner of YouTube to the homepage. This alone ensured that it gained millions of views and took it from nothing without any real promotion to number 58 on the Billboard Hot 100. Okay. A year later, in 2012, Gangnam Style became the next transition of the trend. This was less of a in-joke and more of a cultural sensation, thanks to a quirkiness, an invisible horse dance, and a catchy beat. Soon it became the first YouTube video ever to hit a billion views. And it now has, as of 2022, 4.5 billion views. Just as a reminder, there are 8 billion people on the planet.
1: And that's another one where I feel like we're kind of... Making fun of it, right?
0: Yes. Every single one of these we're making fun of. So you have comedy, and by comedy I mean making fun, poking fun of something, dancing, and catchy, catchy hits. And that forms the crux of all of these early viral videos. While this might not be great for art, there are some musicians who have used it for their favor, like Lil Nas X. He purposely promoted his track Old Town Road in this fashion. He turned turned it into countless tweets, set up dancing accompaniments, and so on. And the TikTok community got a hold of it and suddenly it became inescapable online. This exposure meant that it became the longest charting single in Billboard history. Now it has set up a promotional revolution whereby a viral craze is required of mainstream outlets. So all starting with Gary, this is how every single song is marketed now. You need to have a viral video on social media to accompany every hit.
1: Yeah, I'm just not on board with this. It's it's the whole idea that the gatekeepers who mm-hmm. create... They've created a business to be a gatekeeper because it benefits them. They get money. Right. But now they won't even let you in the gate unless you did all the work already yourself. Yep. It's the same thing with book publishing, right? It's like, I'm coming to you to give you half of my earnings because you have the keys to the door, but you want me to bring you all of the money before you even open the door. And that's like, no, that's not the point.
0: That is 100% correct. And I, like, you know, I'm a musician and so i like there are tiktoks that that show up on my for you page that it's like oh musicians aren't actually musicians anymore you have to spend 50% of your time making music and the other 50% of the time marketing yourself making viral videos figuring out your tweets figuring out your brand your style you know you have to be an expert at photoshop and video and everything else and at branding and it's it's unfair to artists and it's mm-hmm an attempt to capitalize or to cap. I mean, it's exploitive to artists because they're doing all the work, like you said, and it's capitalizing on things that, you know, 15 years ago happened or tw- almost 20 years ago happened naturally online. And they're trying to like, uh, commodify it. Right. Yeah. Capitalism going to capitalism. So this is from sure. medium, uh, from 2021. And the, the writers will leech, L-E-I-T-C-H. The writer Charlie Wartzel wrote in his new Substack newsletter this week about the dark, often random social media phenomenon of a platform, almost always Twitter, choosing one main character every day and collectively dunking on them. It, it is today's equivalent of going viral. This is in reference to a, uh, a tweet by Maple Cocaine, at Maple Cocaine, and says there's one main character of Twitter every day and it's your job to not be it. It's a harrowing mm-hmm. experience for everyone it happens to. You are repurposed as fodder for the content gener- for content generation in a way that is so dehumanizing. One poor soul who went through it told Wartzel on the on the condition of anonymity, the idea of everyone discovering you at once and sending whatever interest them about you to everyone they know and having the whole world talk about you today that sounds absolutely terrifying it sounds awful but with the Numa Numa video Brazma succeeded beyond his wildest imagination if anything he anticipated a platform that didn't even exist yet online infamy wasn't something you hid from in 2004 It was something that you desperately wanted, and it turned out to be nothing but positive for him. He did a 10th anniversary Numa Numa video, and is still out there today making weird videos. I don't understand, but it certainly doesn't seem like some idiot who doesn't realize he's getting made fun of. The reason Numa Numa... Oh, let me finish the article, and then we'll talk about it. (laughs) The reason Numa Numa couldn't happen today isn't because we've all gotten meaner and more glib online, though that has, of course, happened. It couldn't happen today because no one wants to go viral like Brazma did. If you are suddenly out of nowhere internet famous in 2021, it is because something horrible has happened. In 2004, Brawsma's viral journey was his greatest dreams realized. Today it would be a nightmare. What? This article has this is a journalist read one article. This article <laughs> About is extremely demonstrably wrong. Right? <laughs> And wrong, about, yes. well, and wrong about people wanting to go viral today. I don't know who this fucking person is, but this person is on Opposite Time.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> that we did the exact opposite thing. Gary had no idea what internet virality even was, got swept up in Correct. it, tried to reject it, then tried to embrace it, was too late, and now everyone's trying to follow what he did. Correct. To trying to rob the bank the same way he did.
1: Everyone's desperate to go viral.
0: Desperate. In November 2022, an emote based on Gary's viral dance was released in Fortnite. So Fortnite is like, a, I don't quite understand it, but it's like a progenitor of dance crazes. So it gave us the floss a few years ago. Remember the floss? Sure do. Um, so... <laughs> In November, in on November twentieth, twenty twenty two, they released the Numa Numa dance as a as a dance in, in in Fortnite in collaboration with Gary and Ozone. I hope they paid Gary. It Seems like they did.
1: I thought Fortnite was a game or something. It is a game. Okay.
0: And in twenty nineteen, a year after Numa Numa two, Dan Balan was back with Dragostariente on a Ukrainian version of The Voice as like a love what? song. He tried to get another bite at the apple because this was released as a as a duet single between Dan Balan and Katerine, Katerina Bihu. So let's take another okay. listen. Take to, me
1: back to the beginning before I knew what we were talking about because I remember you saying there it was originally released as a girl and boy single. Didn't yeah, you
0: say so, that? Yeah, so there, there is a, uh, an Italian version called Haiduki or Haiduchi and okay. they did a cover version that's like a duet. Like and that's the one that first
1: got popular in In
0: Europe in Italy. In Italy
1: only. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um. And so we don't have to. It's like the same shit. We don't have to listen to it. Um. But this is Dan Balan and Katerina Bihu, um, doing Dragostariente from 2019 on the Ukrainian Voice, the Voice Global.
2: (laughs) This. Fuck this guy.
1: Write another song.
0: <laughs> I fucking hate this guy. <laughs>
1: Are they going to Golden Buzzer? They're Golden buzzering him?
0: I don't know. I don't know how this version of the voice works. I don't know if he's a contestant or if he's a fucking judge. Just see.
1: I hate this. Ew, my skin's crawling. Uh,
0: but like, yeah. write another song. Pay Gary his money. He's delivering cars.
1: Send him a thank you note, at least.
0: Yeah, I think he took him at the dinner. So what are we going out on this week?
1: What are we going out on this week?
0: You know what? For once, I think we're going to go out on some of Gary's music. So in 2019, Gary released his second album called Haunted House of Pancakes. It is an instrumental electronic album.
1: This has nothing to do with Joey the Pancake Man, as earlier referenced in
0: the show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Unproven. <laughs> yeah, so so the song is called March of the Moonshiners, which is the highest viewed video on Gary's channel currently of original music with 22,000 views. Good job, Gary.
1: Way to go, bud.
0: Where can people find us on the internet, Lindsay?
1: Find us on the internet at Lyrics for Lunch on Instagram and Twitter and at lyricsforlunch.com
0: and rate and review wherever you get your podcasts if you're watching us on YouTube check out our our pod thing on any of your podcatchers if you're listening to us on a podcast check out our YouTube channel on, right. on vivo dash pod podcasts on vivo
1: one day a vivo is going to get that right one day i'm going to get that. right it's podcasts on vivo
0: Podcast on vivo
1: subscribe to podcasts on vivo and subscribe to lyrics for lunch wherever you get your podcasts
0: And tune in next week when we do this all over with another probably equally as depressing story.
1: Yes. And until
0: next time, I'm Aviv Rubenstein.
1: I'm Lindsay Tucker with saying uh, love from the Linden Tree.
0: We love you, Gary.